What's going on, El Paso? You're listening to the Cold Zone podcast with your hosts, Ed Stansbury and Jason Flores. We're talking about all the top players, teams, and the coaches in the Sun City. You think you know, but you have no idea. Don't miss out on the behind the scenes talk of who's dominating on Friday Night Lights. Download the Cold Zone podcast on your favorite podcast application. Gia! Come on! Hey yo, hey yo, turn me up in my headphones. <laughs> I always wanted to say that. Bump that, dog. Hey, this is the way I feel when you kill it week one. You know yeah, saying? yeah. Welcome, everybody, to episode 12 of The Colder Zone. I'm your boy, Ed Stansberry, along with the boy, Jay Flo, in What's the good, house. Man? What is good, E? We hey, won, dog. I'm still wiping this egg off my face, dog. <laughs> hey, we did, we, get, did we think this through with the top five matchups? We yeah, did. Dog, hey, listen, we didn't pick favorite. It wasn't favoritism. We thought from what we saw stat-wise... How these games were going to end up? Prove us right or prove us wrong? Yeah, and it was, and it went both ways. Yeah, well, and we'll get into that here in in a second. A lot of teams proved us right, but there was a lot of teams (laughs) that proved us wrong, man. And for the ones that proved us wrong. Damn, they really wanted to let us know that we were wrong. Hey, I'm trying to get ready for my son's baseball this morning, man. We were getting lit up. How come I'm the only one that gets tagged at all the hate? Hey, because you don't want to be talking all that shit. (laughs) (laughs) Let's go. But, Jay, it was so good to be out there on the field. And a big shout-out to EPISD, Maria Kennedy, David Cervantes, Mike Beltran, Alfred Miranda, all the ADs there uh, getting us into the game because, Mm -hmm. Jay, we were there. I was there for nine overtime. Colin Deaver and I do five and six o'clock. From our game of the week, Montwood mm-hmm. Burgess. We were at Burgess. And then you guys have your show. You and Joseph Vasquez do 915 Showcase right around kickoff at 7 p.m. That went on Facebook Live. You guys were at 1,000 views already. Yeah, man. And shout in a out, day. Yeah, and shout out to all of the, you know, all the administrators at the Burgess game. You know, very nice, very respectful. You know, we understood the protocol. We had our mask, so. It was all good, man. Hey, they they were taking it serious. For those yeah, that, for sure. that couldn't go to the games, like bathrooms, um, water fountains, everything was, was shut down. Shut down, yeah. man. Like at one point, Montwood, they were over using, I think it was the concessions yeah. bathroom, and there was like a line of 50 guys waiting, man. Yeah. And these are just the circumstances, the challenges that are going to be gonna go, going on across the city this year, right? Yeah, we might as well get used to it. Yeah. We might as well get used to it, yeah. man. It's a disadvantage, but, I mean, everybody's going to have to go through it, so it's, it's an a, equal playing ground. Yeah, it, yeah, exactly. We all have to do it. So Yeah, so let's get right into <laughs> our week one top five matchups, man. Let's go and through them real quick. Let's go through them and see we, how we did. We, so how are we going to do this? We're going to do a point for a win, right? Yeah. And if you're wrong, you don't get anything. Yeah, for sure. So, and again, we got Prep 1, Jesse Tovar. We got Top View, Robert Godinez, and Joseph Iglesias, excuse me, and then Jimmy McClain, Be the Best Training. We got the Executive Director, the Godfather, Rick Hernandez, and then the Coldest Zone. But, Jay, hold up, dog. Yeah. What you got? Week 2, we got to get away, do away with the Coldest Zone. 
I need my own picks, dog. I told you that shit last week. I so, would, listen, Mountwood so, Rams. Let hey, me tell you something. So we got to break up for for Mount, the top five matchups. Listen, Mountwood Rams. Nah, <laughs> don't you dare! <laughs> don't you dare! We were rolling with Burgess, dog. Hey, you, Mountwood, you, Mountwood Rams. Hey, for all the Mountwood Rams, no. Escobar, all you guys that were tagging me, you need to tag J Flow nine five two six, whatever that Twitter name is, nah, nah, and let nah. him. Catch Listen, some of this here. <laughs> you were on my radar, dog. Nah, nah, but as a nah, group, as a team, nah. I had to go with my boy. Hey, you, you, that, you know what? I'm glad that you know what you remind shit. me of. You, you're that guy at the at the at the roulette table in Vegas, man. He got five dollars <laughs> in his pocket, and you know goes and puts that out on red, and then puts that five back, and that hit black, and you're like, oh, see, I should have put that on black, man. Listen, <laughs> listen. The only color that I. I needed on Friday at the Burgess High School was green. Dog. All right, so let's break this game down. Gosh, Coach Famaligi, Coach uh, Neil Rutledge, both from the Jesse Perales coaching tree yeah. at Del Valle, both going into their fifth season as head coaches, both with respectable programs. They're in the district hunt every year. What did you notice or what stood out for you last night out at that game? So listen, we thought, or at least – yeah, we thought in order for Mountwood to come out on top, they were going to have to do their best to shut down Tavores. We didn't think of – so, again, we were there somewhat the first, first, and uh, a little bit of the second quarter. We saw some big plays from Tavores, but we all saw some offense from Tavores as well that, hey, he doesn't need to be going between the tackles when you have dominant – Defensive tackles right there. You got Ivan Escobar, who's 6'3". You were supposed to avoid them. 285, and that Montwood is known for their box play. Yeah. The inside, the 9-on-7, the interior. So then what do you do? Well, you run on the outside, dog. You put Tavoris in space like you and mentioned. And that's one right? of the things that we said last week in episode 11, Jay, was get him in space. What happens? What happened when they put him in space? He took it 67 and 71 to the house. Flipped it right out to him at slot or whatever he was doing oh, out there, and it was, it was game over on, on that play. You got Robert Hall for that. You yeah. got Robert Hall for that. Son. But Tavoris was, and you know, and we don't know, dog, but they were running dives in in the middle right into Escobar, and they were getting shut down. So, And, hey, big shout-out to that Montwood D-line. You guys talked a lot of stuff about being the best, and that's what you did. Yeah, they went out Friday there. Night. They went Absolutely. out there and proved it, and, and it was a respectable performance. Another question mark that we had going into the Friday night game was was Montwood going to have a passing game? Were they able? Were they going to be able to put points up? And they showed us that they could. Oh, that offense was clicking. That yeah. That offense was clicking like they've been together for three, four years. Like three, three touchdowns, four, what was it, 28 uh, points they put up in the first half? Dog, so what they didn't want to do was run up the middle to Alec Marenko, and they didn't. They, they they threw the ball. They did exactly what their game plan. Slant, stops, yeah. keeping it outside, yeah. putting those guys on one-on-one, miss it, uh, break a tackle. Hey, shout-out to Famaligi, man. Great Hey, great game plan going into that game Friday night. Yeah, and, uh, you know, obviously, Jay, uh, a lot of us in, in in those picks went with Burgess and Tavores Jones. Did Tavores Jones let you down in any way at all? No, I mean, he's he's Tavores. He, when he touched the ball, he you know, this this young man wanted to make something happen, and he, yeah. did, he did a lot of the times. But you have to remember, too, football is a team game. If everybody knows that Tavoris, he needs some help. He needs some help because if everybody knows that Tavoris is going to get the rock, then what good is that? Right. Well, I mean, and we, and we talked about that, like, you know, and, and one of the things, one of the tweets, some of the hate mail we got uh, Saturday morning was like, look, Tavoris Jones. Yes, he's he's FBS. He has Alabama offers over 20 Division One FBS offers. Right. Right. But it takes a team. Right. And Montwood put together the best team play on Friday night, and they came up victorious. You know what? Because it seems like some of these people think because you have a player at that level that you're walking in with 14 points automatically. And you're really not. I mean, it has to be a team game. I mean, that's a lot of distraction that happened preseason. And just let that go. And we talked about that. Put all that aside, man. We got a ball this year, whether it's one week, two weeks, or 
the whole season, you got to get in there and ball out. Do your role. Play your part. Not, not only that, but the downside to all the attention that Tavoris has gotten, and we, we touched on it in previous episodes, mm-hmm. everybody wants to shut him down. The X is on the back. He is going to get yeah. every defense's best game every week. There, no, with, without question, right? Mm-hmm. And he saw that in his first game of 2020 of his junior season. And the Montwood Rams came up victorious, Jay, in our game of the week. Uh, final score, 42-28. Damn. Yeah, so. Proved of, prove us right. Or prove us wrong. <laughs> we got proved wrong, Jay, but it's week one. We got a long season, dog. What about our other matchups? Yeah, so we also had the Eastwood and the Hanks game. God damn. damn. Hey. <laughs> I don't even know if we want to talk about that. Hey, that's when but. when when Debo shows up, man, and, ah. and homeboy is here. Hey, just I'm going to just. Give him your money, dog, like this. Give uh, him your money. Hey, Hanks was like, I'm going to just tuck my chain in. <laughs> 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 Hey, but Julio Lopez, these hey. dudes weren't playing, man. Listen, Andrew listen. Martinez, quarterback, junior quarterback. This dude is active on social media, man. Uh, yeah, you know he's talking yeah. about they. They have forty two seniors returning this oh, year. Okay, forty two. That's a four two. Cuarenta dos. <laughs> Stupid. And all forty two <laughs> of them showed up last dog. night against Higgs, dog. Right, no let me doubt. Tell you, let me tell you, we all picked Eastwood to win, right? Yes, we did. It was, was unanimous. unanimous pick. Yeah. And we knew that they were going to win. It was classic Julio Lopez, man. 74 points. Do you that like is- that? Do you like that about Julio? Or do, I know a lot of people that are old school are like, this This isn't the way you play football, right? But Julio is from a different era, dog. Yeah. He's going to step on that gas, and he ain't going to let up until those double zeros hey. show up on that scoreboard. Listen. Listen, listen <laughs> to me. Hey, if you from the hood and you step on a big cockroach, you know what you do? You keep your foot on it because you never know it might come back at you. Hey, and <laughs> they they had the pedal to the metal. I don't blame them for that, dog. Nah. Hey, week one? No. You're setting the tone. Yeah. You're setting the tone. Hey, we're for real. But if a team came out and beat. Eastwood the next week, 74-36, you take that hit on the chin and you walk with it. And, it and what, what it Julio can do is when he gets rolled on, he can't be going on social media talking about, nah. oh, how, no, no, no. Nah. He gave that right up, right? Yeah. Yep, yeah, that's, that's gone. Right yeah, if you want to so, play that way, that's shit. fine. You do it, right? Yeah. Total, you're like, like for me, like, yo, he went out there and put it to him. It's not his fault he got a good squad. Yeah. And they and they did the damn thing. Hanks, after, I mean, I, I think the big tell was Riverside took it to him last week in the scrimmage. So there's a lot of trouble in paradise over at Knightsland. Man, that is tough. Yeah. That is tough. And that's tough for Aaron Molina. You know, he did so well last year. You know, he was built for a tough player of the week. Did he play game. less on Friday night? It uh, looked like it. Play defense? <laughs> you better. I don't know. Yeah, man. That we we have to I find out, man, because we we're getting like messages that that he didn't even play. So we'll have to check into that. But the Troopers, Troop Nation in their 6A debut for this season, they're setting the tone. I like that. Hey, they played like tone. a 6A team. Yeah. Hanks is 5A still, right? Yes. Yep. They right. set the tone for them being a 6A team this year, and they're going to need it to get that third or fourth spot in playoffs this year. All right, so we all selected uh, Eastwood on that one, right? So we're yes. good on that. So we all got a point on that. So okay. point totals so far? Nah, let's go through the games first, and then we'll come back to the total. Okay, all right. All right, so we all – the other game was uh, Del Valle versus Americas. Ooh, Dude, doggy. We got away with one right Ooh, there. Ooh, Del Valle. one, man. How'd your boy do? You know what? Joel so, Serrano. So, so, so listen to me now. You need some water, dog? <laughs> hey. Hold on. Let me pour the. Hey, Joel. Let me tell hey, you something. No, hey. no, let me tell you something, okay. man. Okay. Joel, listen to me, dog. Listen me to you. him. Don't, don't listen to nobody else. Nobody. Hey, 
You got to get it, dog. I, I put my name on you. <laughs> he put his name on the line. <laughs> hey, you got to get it. Hey, he had 122 yards. Okay. 20 carries, though. Okay. You know, their offense felt pretty comfortable. Respectable game. 122 is not bad against a very good, yes. a very good 1-6-A. Dylan Kemp, Christian Martinez. Let me tell you. He, hey, that's a great game for Joel Serrano. That's yes, a great is. game it is. for Delvaya to come in there and said, hey, the only way you beat a bully is if you hit him too. Yeah. And that's what they did the first few quarters. Yeah. Kudos to Coach Contreras. Kudos yeah. to the whole Del Valle team because this was a game. This was a match. It came down to. I think they were up for a little bit, weren't they? They were. Like at half. And it was, it was Aaron Dumas ultimately that, you know, put the nail in the coffin and. You know, America's was still figuring things out as well, right? Because Chisholm was at quarterback. Then he wasn't at quarterback. He was catching fades downfield. Like, hey, shout, I like it, right? Shout out to Coach Melton for saying, hey, let's just, hey, let's, let's win. Switch up. Yeah, 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 <laughs> let's yeah. win. <laughs> <laughs> Homie, okay, go back to where you were. Yeah. I, Last I, year. I <laughs> Which, hey, I don't hate on that. No. A, a like, win is a win. If you play quarterback, wide receiver, defense, Whatever. Hey, the, the quarterback position isn't a position you could just throw a guy in and expect him whoa, whoa, to whoa, run whoa, the whoa, offense. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on, hold on, hold on. So now you think that. Remember, okay, let's go back a few episodes. You said, my son, which West is a talented young man, can hand the ball off to Aaron Dumas. You made it seem like Chisholm was just going to jump in and be. Well, yeah, handing the ball off to Aaron Dumas, <laughs> but not you throwing the dig route downfield. <laughs> I'm saying yeah. it's tough to pick up those quarterback nuances yeah. that he you tried. need. He threw that dig, right? but he threw it to Aguilar, and he took it to the house. But so, we'll talk about that later. Oh, okay, all right. We're going to have this kind of episode. Okay. All right, hold on. Let hey, me, let me roll saying, my sleeves up. I'm just saying, you over here so, well, you, you can't just throw a quarterback in what you said earlier. Aaron Dumas was Aaron Dumas, and Absolutely. they handed the ball off uh, successfully to him he went out and did his thing and solidified his spot as the number one running back here in El Paso yeah he racked up uh, a little bit under 200 yards man congratulations to the uh, America's Trailblazers great job in finishing listen you guys have the X on your back as well so everybody that plays you man they're gonna play their best they're the top dog yeah yeah so that's what you expect so um, again the uh, panel we all went with America's and we all got a point there how All about right. the Austin Conatheo game? Ooh. Dog. Shoot, this, man. This was everything that we described. It was a it was a four-quarter match. Bloody guys. Guys going both ways, right? Mm-hmm. Went down. I mean, it couldn't go any further. Conatheo kicked a field goal with seconds running off the clock to win this game. Final score. Austin Canatillo. 17-16, if I'm not mistaken. That's Thursday cool. night, 17-16. And, man, what a great way to kick off the 2020 season with a matchup like that, a game like that. Will Rodriguez on Austin, balling. Yeah. I mean, I think he had 100 yards rushing, had an interception on defense. Didn't hear really much from, from Wittestarter. We'll have to pull, pull the stats from Max Preps. Yeah. And, and see how he did when we get into our top five performance this week. But two teams that they're going to be contenders this year, both of them in their districts. So I didn't see too many highlights of, of uh, this game, but I did hear that LJ Martin, you know, he showed up. So we thought he was going to start at quarterback. I'm not sure if he did or if he didn't, but I know he played a little bit, but then he also played running back as well, right? I think what happened was at the scrimmage, Coach Brooks wasn't comfortable enough to put him in to start this season as quarterback. Okay. We saw him at slot. We saw him at running back. Had three touchdowns. He was the difference maker for Canetillo and that win. And L.J. Martin, even though if he's not at quarterback, I suspect he'll be at that position at some point this season. But wherever he is, quarterback, running back, slot, L.J. Martin is going to be uh, an impact player here in the Sun City in 2020. For sure. So... The majority of us, the coldest zone prep one, be the best, and top view all went with Austin. The only smart one, man, the coach, Rick Hernandez, he's the only one that picked on a deal to win that game. I could tell you why. Why? Because Rick is old school, right? Okay. 
He What's wrong on, with Austin? They're old school. He ain't on social media. Oh, so he don't know shit. He ain't on Coldest Zone. <laughs> he ain't on 915 Showcase Live. Okay. He's going off of what Scott Brooks has done the last 15 years, man. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why he went with uh, uh, legendary coach Scott Brooks. Yeah, well, congratulations to the Conatheo Eagles, man. They balled out. All right, in our last game, man, the Eastlake Falcons, they're taking, they uh, took on the Parkland Matadors. Hold on. Orion, you hear that? That's a standing ovation for you, sir, in your performance. Damn, dude. Hats off to Orion Olivas. Damn. Ruben Rodriguez. The entire (laughs) Eastlake football team with an asterisk on the wide receiving core. Dude. Matt Jones, Blas Compion. We got some new guys, some new names that stepped up. Michael, what? Dog. We'll know his name by this Wednesday in these top five his performances. Last name to be touchdown. <laughs> Dude, yeah, I think he had three touchdowns in the first Whoa. first half. Good Lord. Dog. And, you know, Orion Olivas, we've we've talked about it many, 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 many times. He's the total package. He's a leader. He's a motivator, and he's an athlete. He can throw the ball downfield. He's a smart guy. He can decipher coverages and defenses and know who's open, know who's going to get open. And he proved that um, against Parkland Matadors, and this is one that we feel good. We could we could stick our chest out a little bit on this one, right, because yeah. – Parkland had a lot of question marks coming in, who was going to be quarterback, who was going to be running back. But Eastlake, there was no question marks, dog, like, and they took it to them. You know, there's some teams in the Sun City that come into games and want to win, and there's some teams that walk in, expect to win. And Eastlake Falcons, they they hey, they walked into this game expecting to win. You said it last week, Jay. Eastlake, it's their time. It is. It's their time. It's Ruben Rodriguez's time. In his second year as head coach with the Eastlake Falcons, it's their time. It's this year. It's their year. They're in 6A. Look for them to do some damage, dog, because I don't know who's going to be able to stop this passing game. <laughs> <laughs> but how was their run game? I, I didn't I didn't really see too much of that. Mm, do you, 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 do listen, you need a run game? <laughs> well, I mean, you've got to be balanced out, though. Listen, hold up, dog. Hold listen. up. I mean, 359 passing, six touchdowns, and that was the first half. Yeah, that is impressive. So maybe, maybe you need a running back to to run the clock out to take a knee. Yeah. But what else? Well, what else do you need, though? Listen, you're gonna face a team that is DB deep, and dude, you've got to be balanced. That looks fantastic. That looks great. And again, I'm not crapping on Eastlake. I like Eastlake, but man, this is a great time also to try to figure out, hey, we have to balance out this office somehow. Yeah. Before we wrap up, Jay, those were our top five matchups, right? Okay, okay so let's let's do our point totals. Okay, let's see. Uh, for week one, well, this is for uh, Ruth Chris dinner at the end of the season. We got prep one after week one, three points. Top View Fitness, three points. Be the Best, Jimmy McClain, four points. Rick Hernandez, the Godfather, five points. The Leader. And Cold is on me and you, Jay, with three points. So week two, me and you will have three points each. We'll take three points. Even though I should probably have four because I picked Montwood deep down the side. Damn, Yo, I was dog. going with the Rams. The hey, time. what's that character? The Two Face? <laughs> <laughs> That's you, dog. What's that from Batman? Oh man, hey, what's, hey I'm gonna deep call you Two Face, dog. Damn. Okay. Hey, but shirt? before before we get out of the warm up and get into week two, out of all the other matchups, what jumped out at you the most? Which matchup? So. I was not expecting. So earlier in the episodes, I had Franklin to win District 16A. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I, hey, yeah. Hey, I, I'm going to fess up to it. It is yeah. what it is. Okay. And then they went to the Northeast and they damn, got punched man. in the mouth, dude. Dog. But, but let me. Silver lining. 
Yes. Let me tell you something. Andrus, first off, Andrus High School, the Eagles, they congratulations. Jeremiah Toski and the crew, coaching staff, great job. You guys took Cooper, it to Franklin. Jeremiah Cooper. Yeah. yeah. Let me yep. say this real quick about Jeremiah Toski, because Jeremiah Toski is a three-year starter. Mm-hmm. This, this dude got thrown in. Uh, I think it was Smith that got injured. Right. Dude that went up to Notre Dame, right? Right. Uh, on an academic scholarship. Jeremiah Toski got thrown in as a sophomore. His sophomore year, he had, like, flashes of great games, of good games, right? Mm-hmm. And then polar opposite the next week. His junior season last year, the same thing. Like, it was a roller coaster. Yeah, inconsistent, and then he would come out and have this 300-plus, three-touchdown game. The Jeremiah Toski that showed up on Friday night in week one, Mm -hmm. that is senior veteran Jeremiah Toski, and he got the job done. So props to him. I just hope he can keep his play at a consistent level as a senior, which he should. Yeah, and there is some good players on that that Andrews High School team that – we haven't really talked about. Well, let me get your butt in real quick, Jay, <laughs> because we caught we caught some heat on social media, or at least I caught some heat. Yeah, it's like it, uh, it's an at East Asbury. It like, say at Jay y'all, Flores. y'all, y'all <laughs> sleeping on us. You know the disrespect. No, homie, no. We were going off of what happened last season, and Andrews got beat by Irvin High School to end the year. And no disrespect to Irvin, but they should so have they, never lost that game. Never, ever in a million years, right. and Ir- Irvin put it to them. So they lost that respect. They have to earn it back, and that's the way you earn it back, is going out, beating Franklin, a 6A team, which they did. So yeah. we'll pay attention to Andrews now. Yeah, for sure, Jeremiah man. Cooper, you know that Cooper bloodline? His brother was out in Arizona mm-hmm. trying to find an NFL roster. Yo, there's some players in Andrus. I mean, it's no secret. Hey, there's always been ball. They got talent Andrews. there. Yeah. Can Coach sure. Woodruff pull them together and win and be district contenders? We'll find out and we'll see. Now, on the other side of that ball, Franklin came in with a new quarterback. I'm not giving any excuses for Franklin. Franklin came in. They did they should have came in. And probably did their thing. They had a new quarterback, a freshman quarterback. Chase Smith. Dog, 12, 13 years old? 13, 14 maybe. Goodness gracious. Chase Smith came in and, and had a great game. <laughs> what else do you want? Dog. What else do you want, Jay? He threw for how many yards? Close to like 280. How many touchdowns? Two touchdowns and two picks. How many rushing yards? He had about 70, 80 rushing yards. The closest running back had about 30. So Hold that up. tells me. Franklin had 30 yards rushing. From a running back. Wow. So look, look, look. And let's be clear and let me make this statement out here. Because Shea Smith is playing because Bird. Which is a great quarterback. Got a little banged up. He yeah. was he was the yep. he was the starter going in to the 2020 season. Mm-hmm. And we talked about it before, has won at every level. JV, freshman, city league, yeah. YMCA, everything, right? Yeah. And he, he's, he's nursing an injury. He is the starter. Mm-hmm. But for Shea Smith, the silver lining in that Franklin loss, he's going to have to pay his dues. He threw a couple picks. He's going to grow through, but dog, his completion percentage was high. Yeah, he was up like almost 70%, dog, <laughs> for a freshman Dang. to play a really good Andrews team. Dog, I'm if I'm Coach Walker and I'm Ruben Torres, I'm mad on the surface because we lost that game. Right. But for the future of Franklin Cougars, <laughs> I, am, uh, I am a hype. Hey, I agree. So congratulations agree to Shea Smith. That is unbelievable pressure. You know what? I think I need to go back. I don't know if I said Franklin to be district champs. No, you did. 2020 or 2020. <laughs> no, you said 2020, dog. <laughs> you picked Franklin over Americas, over Damn Montwood, it. over Eastlake, over oh. Chaparral, oh, everybody, God. dog. <laughs> anyway, so let's yeah. wrap up. Let's wrap up. Yeah, before we wrap up, dog, because mm-hmm. I just got a DM on, on Instagram okay. from Mr. Dave Gardea, right? Okay. And he is a Clint Lyons supporter. Had the big win against El Paso High. Mm-hmm. At 
R.R. Jones Stadium. Sure did. With the ghosts <laughs> and everybody else, right? And, <laughs> right? and let me just read this message to you. And it said, hey, Cold Zone Podcast, I love what you guys do. And I was hoping you guys give the Clint Lions some love for our 61-15 win against El Paso High. Number one. Hold up. Let me pause real quick. Number one in the nation in rushing yards per game for week one at 601. Go Lions. 600. <laughs> what? 1961. Is that right? 600? Dog. And he sent a screenshot of the Max Preps, dog. 600. As verification. Give me. Look it up real quick, dude. Give me three seconds, Look it up. 600. And that's got to be a record, right? Dog, I've never heard of that. Okay. Okay. So I pulled it up. All right. Okay. Stats. Mr. Gardea, thank you so much for messaging us. Thank you so much for subscribing and listening to the coldest zone. All right. And Clint Lyons, dog. Oh, oh. my goodness. Dog. Hey, what's going to happen against that Clint Riverside game? I'm, I'm, uh, <laughs> hey, if you if you pick, <laughs> let me tell you right now, if you pick the Clint Lyons when that Riverside game comes up, dog, we're done, man. We can't be friends, dog. <laughs> hey, Listen, your word is all I'm you not, got, man. Hey, hey, I can't <laughs> even get into that right now. 601. Tell Ed, me how they did it. Ed, I've never... In my life, seen anything like this. What's this guy's name? Um, I, okay, get ready because I'm about to name one, two, dude. Thirteen guys touched the ball. Oh, so it was a collective. <laughs> what? It was a hell? team effort. Doug, thirteen guys. You got Rosales. thirteen. Thirteen guys. Listen, six hundred one yards. Do the math on that real quick. Hold on, let me do. Yeah. I got that. That's about forty six yards for average for thirteen guys on that team. So, dog, dog, wow. Listen, Rosales eighty nine yards. Hogan twenty six yards. Gonzalez seventy four yards. Lopez is the one that racked up the one forty three. Okay. Lopez. Uh, Ivy, two yards. Rocha, 39. Mora, 26. Sosa, 13. Dude, I would. Dude, what are they doing out there? Hey, is that, that like a rotating door? That is, that is Stansberry certified worthy Holy for cow. the Clinton Lions. Do you agree? Well, yeah, I mean, dude, 601 yards in All one right, game? So, hey, peep this. This is my first. Damn. Stansberry certified on the colder zone. I'm certifying the Clint Lions offense. Offensive line. Offensive line. I mean, the entire offense. Throw the trainers in there as well. Because <laughs> they were keeping them hydrated oh over at R.R. Jones Stadium. Oh, well, dog, they didn't get time to get tired. They had 13 guys rotating. Maybe that's the new era, dog. They set the tone. Don't sleep on Clint. Don't sleep on Clint. Congratulations Heck to yeah. Clint. Mr. Gardea, thank you for messaging us on Instagram. If you have a question, if you want to spread and shine some light on uh, the Colder Zone, hit us up. Jason Flores, Ed Stansberry, Instagram. So a great week one. Uh, we are going to take a quick break and jump into our week two matchups, our top five performances, what Jay and I go through. So thank you, everybody. Hey, fellas, ladies and gentlemen, Jay, because 10% of our listeners are females, the 90% males here in the Sun City and across the United States. We're picking up listeners outside of Texas, Jay. So thank you guys so much for downloading and subscribing. This is episode 12 of The Coldest Zone. Gia! With our world experiencing hate and violence, to demonstrate the love of Christ is a direction towards being Christ-like. After cultivating relationships, and once coaches and athletes come in faith in Christ, we want to equip them with Christ-centered training 
events, resources, and ongoing support and what it means to be a follower of Christ, growing in God's word and applying it to life. Joe Hankins, the new El Paso Regional Director for the Fellowship of Christian Athletes. He has a goal. He wants to create huddle groups in every high school in El Paso County. And in order to have a huddle group in every school, we need a coach sponsor. If you are a coach in one of our schools in El Paso County, please reach out to Joe Hankins, FCA Regional Director, the new Regional Director. Give him a call, 915-328-6847. Coaches and athletes will demonstrate a steadfast commitment to Jesus Christ through integrity, serving, teamwork, and excellence. Give him a call, Joe Hankins, the new El Paso Regional Director for FCA, 915-328-6847. The only thing that I pray is that my feet don't fail me now. And I don't think there's nothing I could do now to right my wrongs. I want to talk to God, but I'm afraid because we ain't spoken so long. God, show me the way because the devil's trying to break me down. Hey, hey, hey. Come on, come on. Dog, man, that's that's the song when at Reliant Stadium, Houston Texans, they were bumping that when we ran down on kickoff, dog. So <laughs> that just brings back so many memories for me, man. Yeah, yeah man. Hey, week two is here, Jay. Yeah, man, we got... And we have no time to chill, dog. Hey, what did we take on, man, with all these little extracurricular things we got going on? But you know what? This is what we do, man. This is what we were going to do anyway, so... We might as well just put it on wax, you know what I mean? Huh? And so, Jay, a lot, again, so we're recording this on Saturday. Games just happened last night, Friday night. We have a lot to go through between you and I, right? And this was the original idea why we came up with the coldest zone, because for 915 Showcase, every week we put out our Offensive Player of the Week, mm-hmm. our Defensive Player of the Week, our team of the week. Yep. And our top five performers. Yeah, so that'd be quarterback, running back, wide receiver, and defenders. Yeah, so and defenders, like, guys, you know, we know it's D linemen, we know it's linebackers, and we know there's DBs, but we had to lump you guys all into one group just because Jay and I can't take on anymore. And that goes the same thing for the offensive line. Well, not same thing, but the offensive linemen, I know that, you know, we did get some questions earlier in the episodes, really, of, hey, how come y'all don't look at offensive linemen? Oh. You know how tough that shit is right yeah, now? Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, But, yeah. hey, in the future, I definitely want to get into that if we get a little bit more. Hit that cash app. Hey. That's <laughs> <laughs> that J4 is 9526. No, but, you know, we want to do the best we can yes, physically, right? Because yes. we are taking this on ourselves, Jay. Yeah, for sure. Right? We don't have a staff behind us. You know, we got some of our boys, some of our friends that help us out. But we'll go through today. We've already started it right. We put out on Instagram sending your, your stats uh, for this week. And, man, there were some big performances we talked about a Ryan Olivas in the warm-up you know we, there's there's a bunch of receivers across the city Andrew Martinez I'm sure is going to be a contender in that top five yeah, list I think AJ Delgado had some big numbers at Adrian uh, Parsons at, at Bel Air I think he only played a quarter dog and still killed it <laughs> <laughs> yeah he did so he did. we'll go through and and gather that information we'll verify it on yeah. on max preps and and we're just looking at so so when we look at these 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 matchups or these stats right for these different players 
it doesn't always work itself out where there's a clear one, there's a clear two, there's a clear three, four, five, etc. Right? I wish, but no, it like, never works. Sometimes, out like, that. like we we have our barometer that we'll have to look at. Okay, strength of schedule. Who was it? Who was their opponent? Right? Right. Because there may be a guy with the same amount of catches, the same amount of yards, same amount of touchdowns. Who gets the nod at third or fourth or second, wherever they fall mm-hmm. in the top five list? Right. So we'll go to strength of schedule, mm-hmm. right? And then we'll go with impact in the game, right? Yeah. Like if it was a game-winning touchdown, if there was a first down that they needed to to ice the game, to, to, to close out the game, those guys will get the nod. And ultimately, we try to make the best decision, and we've done a good job, Jay. This is our fourth year doing it with the top five performances. We kill it. It's a huge social media generator for us right like three four five six hundred likes and everything shares and retweets yeah so the thing is also man is that just like it was mentioning man there's so we only pick the top five dude once we start we got at least eight to ten yeah and we've got to narrow that down and could could we do a top ten absolutely we could but we wanted we're not handing out ribbons no this world has too many handouts yeah we want the top five best performances bottom line and that's what we're trying to bring to you guys so if you guys make that list feel honored that you edged out somebody else that may have had a great performance and you are one of the top five performers of that week yeah for sure so again man and believe me the last few years that we you know since we started this we've got a lot of like good mail and we got a lot of hate mail too from from parents from players hey well how come i didn't make it i had 120 yards yeah only because the other five had 250 each yeah 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 and listen that's great you hit me up you feel hey if you feel like you balled you should be hitting us up we knew we were doing something right when we started getting those messages right jay like people really cared about what we put out there and because it's legit, I can honestly Ed, say it's legit. Like Ed, you were offense MVP in '96. I was offensive MVP in '95. Damn, Dog, son, we've put our hey, we put our time out there. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And, hey, we give respect when respect is due, homie. Yeah, no doubt. But let's go ahead and get into our uh, week two top matchups. All right, so I'm on my own. Okay, hold on. Okay, so we're picking right now, right? Yes. All right, I want to hear this. So let me give you (laughs) our top five matchups for week two, right? Okay. Americas versus Eastlake. Probably going to be the game of the week. Yeah, that is a big game, Okay, then we go into Burgess versus Del Valle. Another potential for game of the week. But we did Burgess last week, so... I think we're going to give the nod to Americas versus Eastlake, but Burgess versus Del Valle, that is game of the week caliber right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that's going to that be game. a good I one. Like that. And then our number three matchup for week two, Pebble Hills, the Spartans going up against Julio Lopez and the Eastwood Troopers. Who is it? Uh, K- is it KJ Cooper? KJ Cooper. Nice. Hey, Mark Torres thinks he's slick. Trying right. to fly under the radar. And not say anything about hey, And he got this quarterback <laughs> in here. My dude was sitting in the market throwing lasers all day Thursday three, night. Three, four hundred yards, Goodness. four, three, four touchdowns, saving babies and Galveston over the summer from drowning dog. This dude <laughs> does it all. KJ Cooper yeah. put himself on the map he in did. that Thursday performance um against Eldo and yo, man. We watched his huddle film, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he said, yeah. He, he was throwing laser beams. Yeah. He he, he, he looked like a young Ed Stansberry out there. <laughs> I mean, excuse me. He looked like a young Edmund Stansberry out there. <laughs> He's stupid. But I'm excited to see him in yes. Pebble Hills. Yo, yes. with, with that win against Eldo and the way they want it in that fashion, yo, there's no more secret about them. These guys – want to be contenders in that 6A district. And a big test for them is going to be the Eastwood Troopers and Julio Lopez. God, and you know what? Eastwood's defense, they were all over Hank's quarterback for four quarters. 
the big question is going to be, listen, K.J. Cooper can throw that ball. He's got an arm, laser shot. But when they're coming at you, homie, can you get out that pocket, roll out, and hit your target? Or can you get that first down? Because this defense from Eastwood is coming for you. From what I saw in film with K.J. Cooper, he is mature beyond his years. Okay. He knows how to dump the ball off to Anthony Donacio. Uh They got so many weapons. They got weapons on that offense. Yes, they do. And they have a strong defense. So I'm really excited about that Pebble Hills-Eastwood game. That's our number three matchup, Jay. Number four matchup, who we got? We got uh, Franklin. They're taking on Mountwood. Oh, my gosh. So, do we? <laughs> Did I say twenty twenty? Yeah, you said twenty twenty, dog. Six eight champions, okay. Unde- undefeated. I think you listen, even threw it there. Listen, let me tell you, Shay <laughs> Smith. I got confidence in you, young man. Keep your poise. All the only people I'm talking to right now is your running backs. You've got to show up Friday. You've got to show up, Franklin. Offense. You've got to show up. That defense. Man, I saw some big plays by Andrews up the gut, man. You cannot allow that. Montwood will pick you apart. Coach Fama will find a way to expose you. You've got you have got to bring your A game to this this Friday. And Franklin has powers in there, right? Yeah. And he was a starter as a sophomore alongside his brother David Powers who we thought the world of, right? Mm-hmm. Well, he was really good, though, too. Yeah, I mean, and so so the younger brother Powers, I think it's Stephen Powers, he needs to make his presence known as a junior linebacker. They got him at Mike this year, and they're going to have to shut down and put some of that pressure on that Montwood offense. And, uh, you know, so... We'll get into the picks. I don't want to say it right now, but that's say, our <laughs> that's our four matchups. No, you're not. And then our last uh, matchup, Jay, for our top five matchups yeah, of got, week two. We've got Conatheo. They're playing El Dorado. I think this will be a good game. Really? Yeah. I think because El Dorado has an explosive offense. Oh, they got a running back. Yeah. They do. You remember that highlight dog? He was running and stumbling, looking like Ron Dame mixed in with a little Edron James, maybe? I don't know. Hey, did you you see that highlight on 9 OT? What's that little dance move? I need to learn that. Don't learn it. Maybe it's on TikTok. I just just learned how to hit that. that. Whoa. Don't worry about this shit. Let me lie. Whoa. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> anyway, so that's that's our top five matches for week two. We got Americas versus Eastlake. Burgess taking on Del Valle. Pebble Hills against Eastwood. Franklin against Mountwood. And finishing out is Gonathio versus El Dorado. So, All right, so let's get to the panel. Let's get to the panel. Uh, again, it's Prep 1, Jesse Tovar, Top View Fitness, uh-huh. Joseph Iglesias, Robert Godinez, my boy, be the best, Jimmy Mack, Jimmy McClain, me, Ed Stansberry, Jason Flores, and the coach, Rick Hernandez, executive director for the Greater El Paso Football Showcase. Okay, so you and I are going to put our picks out there, right? Yes, dude. I, I can't be attached to your your, your shit anymore. <laughs> dude, I got to do my own thing. Had an extra point if you would have listened to me. And we got to go do my own thing, man. Dog. You trying to change your pick at halftime, dog. Come on. Listen to me now. Okay, let's go. America's Eastlake, who you got? I'm going with Eastlake and Orion Olivas. Okay. I'm going to go with the America's Trailblazers. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, you don't always have to follow me, dog. Shit. You <laughs> You're right. I should have never done that because you picked Burgess. It's all right, dog. I'm rolling with Tavoris Jones this whole season. AD, let's go, baby. Let's go. You my man this year, dog. Prove, prove, prove me right, AD. Come on, <laughs> All right, let's go to game number two. We got Burgess versus Del Valle. Who you got? I'm going with Burgess. Hold Ooh. up. You ain't going to do everybody else's picks? <laughs> nah, we're going to put them on uh, oh, Okay, Friday. all right. So we're just doing me and you right now. Yeah, yeah. If you want, listen, if you want top views, you want to be the best, you want the coach, and you want prep one, you got to tune in Friday night. Great Old Paso Football Showcase Facebook page, 7 p.m. Joseph Oscars and myself, man. I will name who these other guys are. I see, I see what you did there. What's that? You trying to take my subscribers. 
Hey, listen, if you hey. want the rest of them picks, hit uh, me up, Jay Flores, man. Nine five two six. Okay, so week t- game two. Game two. Who we got? I'm rolling with Burgess. Is Burgess versus Del Valle? Burgess I got Burgess. Del Valle. That's gonna be a good game. We talked about it. I'm rolling with Tavores Jones and Burgess Mustangs. Listen, I started off. I was really impressed with the way the con- conquistadors came through and hung in there with America's. I think they got a solid overall team. I like their defense, and I like obviously I like Joel Serrano. Man, is this district play for them? No. Burgess is 15A Division oh, yes. One. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, sorry. Yes, I was thinking America's. Yes, sir. So we got Burgess versus Del Valle. This is district play. I like when you call me sir. Bitch face. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm going with Del Valle. All right, Del Valle. I got Burgess. Yes. yes. Number three matchup. Top five matchups this week. We got, got Pebble Hills. They're taking on Eastwood. Yeah. The Troopers. And I'm rolling with Pebble Hills. I'm going with, with Sparta. Okay, okay. Well, guess what? I'm a troop. You know what I'm saying? I've been a troop from day one. Yeah, you, you, you do look like an Eastwood trooper, dog. <laughs> what is that supposed to fucking mean? With dog? your khakis Aww. rolled up, dog. Hey, look at this dude, yeah. man. Ciao. Listen, listen. <laughs> Us Eastwood troopers are to taking it to him, dog. Yeah. All right. Taking it to him. All right, dog. I like it. I, uh, you know, see. See, this is what it should Do your been. own thing, hey, man. Listen, do your what, own thing. Watch, watch how I creep up to number one when i get that ass side at least i know it's just me on my own you know what i mean (laughs) (laughs) all right next game jay who we got we got a franklin they're taking on montwood Mm. damn who put this in here (laughs) (laughs) yeah man man. i'm rolling i'm rolling with fama on this dude i got the montwood rams escobar damn and I, I, I have to jump on that wagon too. Yeah, <laughs> because I was Montwood. I was a Ram. Hey, one man. They can't win district if you don't pick them, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going with the Rams on this one, man. Yeah, man. I'm going both, with the Rams on both this Montwood. One. I very, think the whole. Listen, listen. Very impressed with that offense. Congrats, hey, Fama. Great job. Your team executed. That quarterback the game plan. executed. Did, did well, they come maybe, out with two? I think they had two guys in there, and like and whoever it. it was, they were throwing that ball downfield effectively. Listen, Fama the was, receivers were catching the balls. Yes, you got one Yamil Oaxaca out there. He's one of our top five returning receivers this year. Yes. So you put it close, and he's gonna snag it up. Yeah, he did a great job too, man. So yeah, and then our last uh, our last matchup we got for Ga- week two. Yeah. So we, we got Gonathio. They're taking on El Dorado. Yeah. So. We touched on this a little bit when we started this segment. I'm rolling with I'm rolling with Scott Brooks and Canateo. Yeah. LJ yeah. Martin. I agree. I agree. I'm gonna go with the Eagles as well, man. I'm gonna go with Canateo as well. Does Eldorado how does that offense and defense match up with with that Canateo? Because Canateo Austin, they were like that was like the same type of schemes, right? You know, Joseph Vasquez talked about it in 915 Showcase Live. He talked about it when he was on uh, the coldest zone with us. These guys, like, it's, this is like old school football that they're playing. El Dorado and Coach Delos, like, they, I think they bring a different breed of game, a more advanced game. And that running game, can Canatillo stop that? Well, it's not necessarily the running game as well. So remember, the first three and a half quarters, even early into the fourth, dog, they were airing it out. It was touchdown after touchdown after touchdown on both sides. They were airing out that ball. Now, can Gonathio shut that down and put pressure on their quarterback? Yeah. That's going to be the big question there. Um, and I think LJ is going to do his thing. He's going to probably, you know, get probably total 200 yards, probably two touchdowns. But I don't know if they can air it out like that against a good kind of deal defense. Their 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 DBs are are solid, dude. Dog, so even I, though they didn't get tested, yeah, you know, against Austin, but I think they're solid enough to probably shut down El Dorado's offense. Right. Hey, am I tripping or what? But it seems I've been I've been back in El Paso for five years, going on six years, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> and the talent that has come out since I've been back seems to me like dog, like 
there's more and more athletes coming out of El Paso. And I think a lot of that is attributed to Aaron Jones maybe maybe getting discovered because there's a lot more eyeballs on 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 the Sun City now. But these kids still have to show up and play and 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 be performers and put up the yards and put up the catches and and put up put together these highlight films, these huddle accounts to show up, right? Because it's not your ev- everyday athlete, right? These guys are superior athletes. And I'm talking from Dion Hankins to Katib Lyles, Sedarius Barfield, yeah. who's out of, out of San Diego State. And then you got LJ Martin coming up. You got Tavoris Jones. You got Aaron Dumas. Like, it just keeps, we got a pipeline going on now, it seems like. And let me tell you, so, yes, we've always had some ballers. I've always thought we had some ballers here in El Paso. I mean, True. Go, I mean, just going back Ray to Ray Ray Mickens, Isaiah Lee, Patrick Norris. Early nineties for me to vouch for them. Early nineties we've had we've had ballers, but it seems like right when they get to the door to just bust it open, it never opened. It slightly did, and then it closed. It slightly well, a did, lot, and it closed. I think a lot of that too is student athlete. Student comes before athlete for a reason. You got to be able to take care of grades. Yep, you got to be able that. to, you know, get those SAT and ACT scores in once once that gets back to normal, right? Yeah. Like you got to be the complete package and I think that's really what gave me the edge, right? Right. Because I had a 3.8 GPA, I had my SAT scores, right? So there was there was no limitations to my academics. Mm-hmm. There's no limitation to my game. I could play, right? But there's been so many guys, Jay, that we know just couldn't get it done in the classroom and that that was their downfall so uh, a message that we've stumbled on right and it's something that when i go out and talk to these schools is take care of the classwork man because there was a lot of guys grades came out right before week one games right and there was a lot of ineligible guys around the city you've got to be kidding me that you cannot listen and and if this relates to you Take it and walk with it. Nah, dog. You need to be stern with this because maybe listen, they're not getting it at home. Listen. So let them get it on the colder zone. Listen. If you can't pass when you at the crib on your computer. Virtual? Virtual? Homie, you hey. probably don't want it. You don't want it. Dog. Dog, they don't want that shit because you're going to tell me you failed from the house? Yeah. Dog, you got to pick it up. Not only are you... Letting down your teammates, obviously, your school. You're letting down your family, yourself, because you failed at the house? Bruh. Yeah. You got to get that shit right. Yeah. Student. Yeah, you got to make your mind up whether you want to play this shit or not. Student athlete. It's not athlete student. Student comes before student athlete for a reason. Take care of your grades. Take care of your school. Like dog, you 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 fall in that category. When somebody says like your name, nah, he ain't playing because he failed. Hold up, you've been at home for the last nine weeks, dog. <laughs> what you mean you failed? Yeah. yeah. So anyway, but no, I mean we got we got to keep with bit, that man. that that education point because we were upset, man. Because a lot of these coaches were upset. We could see that in, in Twitter, right? Yeah, you know, like should be. a lot of them lost a lot of their starters because of grades and, and academics and being ineligible. So, yo, fellas, take care of the classroom. And uh, Jay, so, yo, episode 12, 915 Showcase, week two, top five matchups. We, we, we covered our top five matchups. Yeah. We covered mining your picks. Mm-hmm. You're going to go over the rest on Friday. Yes. We're going to be at the SAC. 915 Showcase Live. That's a 4 o'clock kickoff, I hope you know. Well, we got a 7 o'clock show. Let me tell you that right now. We're not doing a 4 o'clock. Well, how are you going to do game of the week at 4 o'clock with a 7 o'clock show? Homie, we gonna, then we'll pick another game of the week. Let me tell you that shit right now. <laughs> Listen, this gig that we got, homie, I love it. I love it to death, but it got no pay on these bills, homie. So I, I got a job I got to go to. All right, man. Shout out so, to the job. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, thank you, guys. That is 915 Showcase Top 5 Matchups. Episode 12, Gia. 
Hey, fellas, we ain't gonna ever back down from nobody. I don't care who it is. This is a brotherhood. And if we stand strong together, we can't be denied. If one of us go down, we have another and another and another that's ready to fight. So let's hit this field and bang them. Bang them. Bang them. Somebody light me up. That is episode 12 is a wrap, Jay. Oh, man. We came with it. Week one. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. Week we one. closed the ends on, uh, on week one. Week two, we opened up the door with our top five matchups. A lot of other action going on, but only the top five make it onto the coldest zone. Final thoughts. Yeah, so great. It's just like you said, man. Great week one. We're also going to gather all the like all the data for the uh, top performers, man. I know just a quick little 411 to the coaches. Get your stats into Max Preps. Look, listen, I know you guys are busy, but as soon as you can get them in there, the easier it is for us, right? Well, when parents are are asking us, yeah, why their son wasn't in top 5, this is one of the reasons why we're doing the coldest zone. Because when we get that hate mail, why didn't you get my mijo in the top five? Hey. Well, let me tell you, ma'am, and, and sir, there was no stats for us to get. We're not going to go down and chase nah, them like that. I ain't chasing nobody, dog. Yeah, man. Hey, Come on. Another thing, Jay, something that I was thinking about last night. So our Stansberry certified. Hold up. First of all. Any Stansberry certified contenders that you can think of uh, for week one? KJ Cooper comes to mind. KJ Cooper, he's comes a little. To mind. He that's his yes. first game though. Like I don't, he's not tried and tested. I can't give it to him this early. Like, is he on the radar? Yes. Yeah. Dude, yeah. What do you mean? But so like, the these are the conversations we have for that okay. Stansberry certified. But for the homies like Aaron Dumas. Right? He was certified yeah, back like in. he's already certified. 2017, 2018. Right. So. Aaron Dumas, uh, Tavoris Jones, Orion Olivas, all these guys, Adrian Parsons, they've already been certified. How can I recognize them this year? And they're, a lot of these guys, they're senior campaign. Listen, listen. These guys are stepping up their game. They're so consistent. Um, they deserve a Stansbury certified this year. You go from Stansbury certified – Listen to me now. To Stansberry Certified Platinum Edition. Oh. You know what I'm saying? He's Certified Platinum? The platinum. I like you it. You get that Platinum step. You know what I mean? Yes, dude. Yes, Let's yes. roll with it, dog. Certified. Stansberry Certified Platinum. So, hey. So, that's the hoodies I'm going to get made is that Platinum, <laughs> dog. <laughs> Shout out to Joseph Vasquez and Jose Waters at BSN Sports. <laughs> the homies, man. Hey, a Certified Platinum hoodie that mm. get... For those platinum certified players, they get that hoodie. Mm. They get a, a couple of other things going on after the season. Yes. When el- eligibility, NCAA. <laughs> I'm about to say, hold on, man. <laughs> you about to get hey, no, I got to keep that a secret. No, but oh yes, that is that is the way to go. Yes, platinum. Stansbury certified platinum. Ooh, damn! I like it. I like it. That sounds like they need a Grammy invitation or something. <laughs> <laughs> That's like I like a golden it. ticket. Homie. I like it. I like it, Jay. You're to see Willy Wonka with hey, that. Hey, but let's let's go ahead and wrap this up, Jay. Another great episode. Episode 12. 5,000 downloads and subscribes. 5,000. Wow. Guys, like, yo, Jay, we said it before. <laughs> this ain't a like or a share or a retweet. These episodes have been an hour long. That's 60 minutes that you guys are investing to listen to us, to let us entertain you. Yeah, for and, sure. And, and keep it going and give you that information that you're not getting mm-hmm. around the city, around the Sun City. So thank you guys so much for Jason Flores and Ed Stansberry. This is episode 12 of the coldest zone Gia I'm living in the coldest zone and I just don't know why my youth have become my life so oh lord oh lord
Just don't. 